What up, everyone? Today's episode is brought to you by Saints Delivery Service. Are you tired of all these crazy online shipping prices? Do you hate driving to the store and waiting in line to get what you really want? Does the prospect of interacting with other people terrify you? If you answered yes to some, most, or all of these questions, you're in luck. Saints Delivery Service is here to save you from the hassle of everyday shopping. No longer do you have to order something from BigBoxStore.com, pay an arm and a leg in shipping fees, and then pray your package doesn't get lost, broken, or stolen. Gone are the days of you wanting something really bad, like badder than anything you've ever wanted in your life and not knowing where or how to get it. No more small talk with the townsfolk or the underpaid, overworked, unappreciative cashiers. Saints Delivery Service has you covered. They will make the perilous trip to the store for you. They will brave the wilderness of the clearance section at Walmart on your behalf. Anything you would buy for yourself, they can buy for you. Bath towels, candles, lotion, food, beer, whatever you desire, they'll go out and get it for you. From the store to your door, the good people at Saints Delivery Service will get you just what you need. No questions asked. Anything you need. All for one negotiable flat rate, depending on weight, Distance traveled, time spent, day of the week, and time of the year. Rain or shine, day or late afternoon, Saints Delivery Service will get you what you need when you need it. All you have to do is call 1-800-438-7837. Tell them what you want and where you live, and their delivery people will do the rest, always with a smile. Again, that number is 1-800-438-7837 or one 800 G-E-T-S-T-D-S. For all your shopping needs, just call Saints Delivery Service because it's always better when you get it from someone you know. Hello and welcome to Tuck and Run, the world's number one American football game show. As always, I'm your host, Dale Tucker. Week six is in the books and I've got questions about it. What exactly those questions are, you're just going to have to wait and see. But we do have a great episode for you today. Two brand new contestants make their debut on Tuck and Run to battle it out for the title of Most Knowledgeable Fan of week six. We also slightly tweaked Wednesday Night Linebacker to make it a little more interesting in a much more meaty segment. So without further ado, let's meet our new contestants. Representing the New England Patriots as our home team today, from the great state of Rhode Island, once and forever an Emerson Purple Lion, it is my great pleasure to introduce to you Captain Dan Tiberius Balls. Fun fact about Dan, 
He was once part of a bet where the prize was a Phoenix Cardinals Neil Lomax jersey that he didn't end up winning. That's too bad. And for our away team, we have... Representing the Green Bay Packers out of Denver, Colorado, from Metro State University, allow me to introduce Fargo Amadeus. Fun fact about Fargo, he has averaged just under one broken bone a year in his 21 years on this planet, sitting at a confirmed 19 total breaks so far. Ouch. All right, gentlemen, do you have any last-minute questions before we start? I hope not. Audio medium, Dan, you can't just shake your head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no <laughs> questions. All right, Dan, you are the home team. I will flip this abnormally large and heavy coin, and I hope not to hit the computer. Call it in the air, heads or tails? Tails. Tails never fails. It is tails. Would you like to go on offense or defense first? I want to go that way. So you want the ball first? Or you want to wait to have the ball? No, I'll kick off. I'll defer. Defer. All right. Fargo, it is your ball. First and 10 at the 20. What would you like to do? I'll go ahead and do a five-yard run for potent passers. The very first question of today's episode is, which player had the lowest anticipated completion probability on a completed pass in week six? That means... The Amazon analytics that for next gen stats that the NFL uses, they determine who has the what pa- how likely it is a pass is completed. So which player had the lowest anticipated completion percentage on one single pass in week six? Was it Drew Locke, Deshaun Watson, Kyle Allen, or Nick Foles? Nick Foles. Nick Foles is incorrect. Also some construction going on again over there. Dan, do you want to take a chance uh, answering Kyle it? Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen is also incorrect. Nick Foles had a had a 19.4% chance to complete it, a pass on one of his throws, and Kyle Allen had a 17.9% chance on a five. They're both touchdown throws. Deshaun Watson had the lowest at 16.8% on his four-yard touchdown throw in oh, I should. Oh, Sunday's yeah. game. So Deshaun Watson had the lowest completion probability. Anyways, it was a run, so it is now second and 10, still at the 20. What would you like to do, Fargo? Let's go ahead and do a 10-yard run in potent passers. That is loud. Yeah. Is that you, Rob? No, I hear it on your screen. It's not on my screen. And that's definitely not you, Dan, because it's your your beer. 
<laughs> it sounds like someone's doing construction. Right? I, I can't say it's me because I'm literally sitting in a room with nothing else on. All right, we're good. Okay. The second question is, which player attempted the most passes in week six? Was it Joe Flacco, Andy Dalton, Philip Rivers, or Gardner Minshew? Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton is correct. That is a 10-yard loss. It is now third and 20 at your 10. Moving in the wrong direction, Fargo. Yes, I am. What would you like to do? We'll do a 20-yard pass for remarkable runners. Your question is, which player had the most rushing yards in week six? Uh, Henry. First name, please. Derek Henry. Derek. Ah, he said it first, though. Rob, that oh, is right. Um, no, 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 no. You said it. You okay. said it. I'm going to okay. give it to you. <laughs> Dan, you, got, you, don't, you have to wait for him to answer. Derek Henry had 212 rushing yards in week six. That is a first down, first and 10 at the 30. Make he won me my week. I should have known that. Well, there are some more Derrick Henry questions coming up, so just stay oh, tuned. There, he went off last week, dude. Derrick Henry's a beast. All right. Yeah. Uh, first and 10, what would you like to do? Let's go ahead and do a 30-yard pass in potent passers. Going to drain this category in the first half. Despite having a passer rating of 93.8, which quarterback had the lowest completion percentage in week six? At Jimmy Garoppolo. Incorrect. Fargo? Uh, give me a sec. Hmm. If I get this incorrect, nothing happens, right? No, nothing. Uh, you can actually tuck and run if you get incorrect. Hmm. Gosh, let's go with Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco, not a bad guess. Joe Flacco completed 50% of his passes. Kyler Murray somehow had a 93.8 pass rating and won 38 to 10, but had a completion percentage of 37.5% in week six. So you can tuck and run if you'd like, or you can go to second, second and 10. It's your call. I'm, I'm going to go to second and 10. All right, second and 10. What would you like to do? Let's go ahead and do a... Five-yard run for uh, Dauntless Defenders. Your question is, which player had the fastest sack in week six? Was it Trey Flowers, Buda Baker, Jason Pierre-Paul, or Bradley Chubb? Buda Baker. Are you sure about that? Doesn't matter. You already said it. Rob, you want to – Fargo, you want to take a guess? I thought that was right. It is right. I just wanted to know if you wanted to waste your time saying an answer. Buda Baker no. is correct. Buda Baker had a sack in 2.52 seconds despite playing safety. So that was a five-yard run, which means it is now third and 15 at the 25. Slowly going backwards. What would yep. you like to do? We'll do another 20-yard pass in Dauntless Defenders. Your question is, which player had the most solo tackles in week six? Blake Martinez. 
you you answer that very quickly and very confidently, despite the fact that it's incorrect. Dan, you want what? to take it? <laughs> it's not Blake Martinez. What? Solo tackles. Dan? Oh. <laughs> it's no, because he's called a pass play, so you have to just guess. You have uh, 15 seconds if you want to room uh, Who had the most solo tackles? Yes. Inclined to say Buda Baker again. It's not Buda Baker. Not a bad guess, although he wasn't even in the top four. Neither was Blake Martinez. Avery Williamson and Eric Kendricks both had 11 solo tackles in week six. Now, it is technically fourth and 15, or you can tuck and run, and you would need to answer two correct to get a first down. Would you like to tuck and run, Fargo? Do you only get one of those per half? Per drive. Not per half. Per drive. Per drive. So... You can punt. And if I do not get an if I do not get that first down. It, it, if you don't convert, it would just go to fourth and fifteen. Oh, it, yeah, it I'll tuck and run then. I'll tuck and run this. Alright, our very first tuck and run of week episode six. Name the top seven kickers and extra points made in week six. Now, one, before I start the timer on this, Dan, you can take options away from him, but once you say a name, both of you say a name incorrect, you're done guessing. So whatever uh, Dan says, you don't, don't take kickers. Dan doesn't take this yards away. Cool. He just takes potential yards away. So both of you named the top seven kickers and extra points made. Extra points made in week six. Dane Gonzalez. That is correct. That's one. Um, um, uh, uh, Justin Tucker. Justin Tucker is incorrect. So the play ends. Yeah. It is fourth and 15. The top seven kickers and extra points made. Extra points made being what happens after a touchdown. So you would just have to think of the teams that scored a lot of touchdowns. The, op- the answers are Ryan Suckup. Chiefs score a lot of points. Chris Boswell. Steelers scored a lot of points. Zane Gonzalez. Cardinals scored a lot of points. Young Huku. Falcons scored a lot of points. Matt Prater. The Lions thankfully scored a lot of points. Rodrigo Blankenship. Colt scored a lot of points, and Steven Kostowski, the Titans, scored a lot of points. So in a question like that, context, just who scores a lot because it's extra points. Anyways, uh, it is fourth and 15. Would you like to punt? Yeah, I'd like to punt. Might as well. Now, he will answer his, whatever he, however many he can answer, Dan, and then you can answer the follow-up to get return yardage. Okay? That's how this works. Okay. Name the top seven defenses in points allowed – in week six. In other words, the top seven defenses that allowed the fewest points in week six. Go. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Ten yards. Pittsburgh Steelers. Twenty yards. Um, who else did really poorly? Somebody's both doing of some serious construction right now. The wait, points allowed like defense, like they've allowed. So name the, the defenses that allowed the fewest points. Miami Dolphins. 30-yard punt. And you have two seconds. One second. Atlanta Falcons. That is incorrect anyways. So he answered three correctly, right? Dolphins, Bucks, Cards. Yeah. So you can add, you have 40 seconds now, Dan, to answer up to four of the top seven defenses and points allowed. He said Dolphins, Bucks, and Cardinals. Dan? Yep, yeah, I hear you. Um No idea? This, this, I got a few seconds left, don't I? Yeah, you do. We just hate the silence. It's hard. It is hard. It is hard, considering, yeah. Um, well, one was a local game. I could tell you the, that. 
no, that's not. Uh, Fifteen seconds. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Denver. Ten yards. Uh. Oh, the uh the Giants. Incorrect, but it was a ten-yard return on a thirty-yard punt. So the ball is now. Let me do this math real quick because it was at the oh boy, it was at the twenty-five. Twenty-five, so 25 to the forty-five to so it is first and ten at Fargo's forty-five for your first possession, Dan. What would you like to do? Uh let's go for a five yard run. Five yard with the uh, passers. Potent passers. Your question is which quarterback was the most aggressive in week six, measured by percentage of throws to receivers? who have a defender one yard or less away from them at the time of the throw. Is it, was it Drew Locke, Joe Burrow, Jared Goff, or Big Ben? Joe Burrow. You said Joe Burrow, Dan. You said Drew Locke, Fargo? Yeah. Okay. Both are great guesses. Drew Locke was 29.2% of his throws were to a, a, a receiver who had a defender less than one yard away. Joe Burrow was number one, however. At 30.8% of his throws were to a receiver with a defender less than one yard away. So you are correct, Dan. That is a five-yard gain. It is now, fortunately, back onto the 10s much easier. So it's second and five at the 40 at Fargo's 40. Let's do another another five-yard run. This time we'll go receivers. Remarkable receivers. Your question is, which – this is not a receiver question. Your question is – which player had the lowest average cushion in week six? Cushion is at the, the time of the ball is snapped, how far away the defender was. Was it Stefan Diggs, Dalton Schultz, Zach Pascal, or TJ Hawkinson? Dalton Schultz. That's a very confident guess. Dalton Schultz is correct. He had an average cushion of 2.7 yards. So they were all over him for some reason. Probably because he's a tight end and he's at the line of scrimmage. So that would make sense. I was trying to figure out who he even was. The Cowboys tight end. So it is now first and 10 at the 35. What would you like to do? Do a 10-yard pass uh, and we'll go. We'll stick with receivers. Your question is, uh, tuck and run performance of the week. Well, this came up early. So whoever answers this correctly gets a touchdown, either on offense or defense. Which name this player? I'll give you his stats, and one of you has to try to name him. Eight targets, five receptions, 108 yards, and he had 42.7% of his team's total air yards, meaning he had 40, almost 43% of all the ball. How many yards again? He had 108. Eight targets, five catches, 108 yards, 42.7% of the team's total air yards. Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk and Will Fuller were both of your answers, and they're both, unfortunately, incorrect. The answer is Marcus Johnson, who was on the practice squad three weeks ago and then played an integral role in the Colts' win over the Bengals on Sunday. He was the tough one. Yeah, it's got to be a tough one because that's a touchdown. Marcus Johnson. Great story, though. Anyways, it is now second and 10, still at the 35. What would you like to do, Dan? 10-yard pass. With Pat for for Pat potent passers. There are other categories, but you guys can just keep going to passers and receivers. Which player had the lowest average completed air yards in Week Six? In other words, we both understand what that means. What we're measuring: short passes. 
lowest average completed air yards. In other words, this player's ball was in the air for the fewest amount of yards before it was yep. completed. Andy Dalton, Jimmy Garoppolo, Joe. F- oh, it was a pass. I'll give you those two for free. <laughs> Both. So of it's either. No, there's four options. I just didn't read all four of them. So which player had the lowest average completed air yards in? Oh, and that is a two-minute warning. So after this play, clock stops after everyone. So which player had the lowest average completed air yards in week six? Either of you can answer. 20 seconds left. Average completed air yards in week six? Lowest average completed air yards. 10 seconds. Joe Flacco. Rob, you want to take a – Fargo, you want to take a guess? I wish you would have put your name as Fargo. Nah, I'm not going to take a guess. All right. Joe Flacco is incorrect. Jimmy Garoppolo had an average completed air yards of 1.8. Talk about check down Charlie. 1.8. So, Joe Flacco, it is now third and 10 at the two-minute warning at Fargo's 35. Let's go for a 20-yard pass, and we'll do special teamers. Spectacular special teams. Which player had the lowest PAT percentage on which player had the lowest PAT percentage in week six? But the caveat is they actually attempted PATs because last week we'd had a couple questions where the answer was someone who had zero. But so which player had the lowest PAT completion percentage like on that actually attempted at least one PAT? Harrison Butker. Harrison Butker is not a bad guess. He had the second lowest at 66 percent he missed one of his three Fargo? i was thinking of him too i don't idea? have a guess anymore right. um no idea i don't want to guess and be blatantly wrong yeah no this is uh some guy named sam sloman is the answer he was one of two for 50 percent on his extra points i was that the it's not the jets kicker the rams the rams kicker i'm pretty sure sam sloman oh. is the rams kicker so he missed half of his extra point attempts anyways Fourth down at the 35. You could kick a field goal if you would like, or you can go for tuck it. Tuck and run is also available. Oh, that was you. a pass play. You can tuck and run. Would you like to tuck and run? You'd have to answer four correctly for a touchdown. Uh, is punting an option? You're 35 yards away from the end zone. Oh, I thought I kind of thought I was on my own 35. No. Uh, all right. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. No, let's kick field goal. Kick a field goal. You could tuck and run. Uh, no, we saw how well that worked out for the other guy. Let's kick a field goal. <laughs> but if you do tuck and run, it doesn't hurt you. You don't lose yards. So I can tuck and run and, and if then you get still nothing, kick a field goal? Yeah, because tuck and run is an extension oh. of the third down play. Well, then, yeah, why wouldn't I tuck and well, run? Because you said it didn't work out well for Fargo. But all right. So anyways, <laughs> your question is, name the top seven defenses slash special teams in fantasy points scored in week six. Go. You can Chicago. both answer. That's 10. No. Chicago is not on there. <laughs> so it is not, No. Top seven uh, defense slash special teams and fantasy points scored in week six is the Bucks were number one. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Don't, or am I allowed to go too? No, push you can't. Back? No, no, no. Oh. You, you can't only thought, take away oh. potential yards. You can't take away actual I'm sad. yards. So the Buccaneers, <laughs> the Steelers, the Cardinals, the Dolphins, the Giants, the Broncos. Wait, who'd you say? The Bears. Oh, that was a 17. You're right. All right, I'll give you another one. (laughs) Give you another one. Name the top seven scorers in fantasy football in week six. Both of you can answer. You can take yards away. So the top seven scorers in fantasy football in week six, go. Derrick Henry. All right, he took that from you, Dan. Derrick Henry is one. 
He, Matt he Ryan. Me? Matt Ryan. So he's taking yards. You have to answer ones that he's not saying. He said oh, Derrick Henry said and Matt Deshaun Ryan. Deshaun Watson. That's three. Clyde Zadler Hilaire. That, that is incorrect. So now you have an option. Dang it. There's four more op, uh, answers, Dan. He said Derrick Henry, Deshaun Watson, and what was Hilaire. it? No, you said <laughs> Julio. Do I need his whole name? I mean, isn't all... was it Berkser one of them? Who? For oh, the tight Berkser. end for the no, both. All right, listen, that's incorrect. All right, we're fourth down. All right, fourth down. <laughs> there's a there's a middle left. Now you want to kick a field goal? I'm going to be out of punt questions. I'm going to be out of punt questions by the time this half ends. All right, for you need to answer four of these correctly. Uh, Fargo, there is nothing you can. I guess you can take. Yeah, you can. You can do the same thing. You can take. Can I do a mortar kick? Is that a Option? No. no, no, no mortars. We're not punting. Okay. You just need to no, actually, You need to answer five correctly because you're at the 35. Five correct answers. Name the Am top. I, wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. And I don't say anything before he answers? No, let's just let him try to kick a field goal. For field goals, okay. it doesn't make sense. Okay. So just let him try. Right. Name right. the top seven players in receiving yards in week six. Go. You have 50 seconds, 40 seconds. Top seven players in receiving yards. You have Julio to Jones. That's 10 yards. Um, Christian Kirk. That is incorrect, unfortunately. <laughs> Christian he Kirk. No. yard bomb. How is that incorrect? So the top seven players in receiving yards were, in order, Justin Jefferson, Keelan Cole, Julio Jones, T. Higgins, Will Fuller. Oh, my God. All right, who else do you have? He was on there. <laughs> yeah, he is. Who else? No, name no, another you, one. You just give me no, the three points. No, no, now. name. No, no. You had two. Name another one. I started the timer up. Name another. Oh, I just gave you that. That's right. God, this is a nightmare. What is happening? It's because the one, the names you're saying are literally the last one on the list, and that's why I'm not noticing it. Whatever. I'll give you the three. No, I can't give you the three points. It's zero to zero. I think you can. <laughs> no, I'll give you another point. I think you can. I'll give you another. I'll give you another. Yeah. Yeah. All the way to the five yeah, yard no, line. You've been, you you have, blame you have, the zebras. Right, blame listen, the zebras. It is my fault. That's those are both my fault. Name the top seven players in solo tackles in week six. Oh, more seven. <laughs> so you have to name five of them. Oh, I'll tell you what, you name two right. You have to name three of them. Three of the top seven players in solo tackles in week six. You have uh thirty seconds. I play fantasy football, man. I'll, the only I'll, I'll, hey, I will tell you, I named two of them already. <laughs> so, you, the earlier you named two of them, so oh. I just need to get. Uh, no, you need to name yeah, the two. So one of them, one of them was uh, not Mika Fitzpatrick. No, don't say? say that too loud. <laughs> I don't know, Chief. Defense isn't my thing. All right. Well, luckily, I, all right. So I think I, nothing. I chipped this thing wide right. All right, chipped it. <laughs> there are four. There are 15 seconds left in the first half. It is still 0-0, and it is your ball, first and 10 at the 35. What would you like to do, Fargo? I gave you a lot of opportunities, though, so I don't feel bad about that, Dan. So if I were to go for a Hail Mary. You can do a Hail Mary. There's 15 seconds left, so you might as well do a Hail Mary. Yeah, I'll I'll do that. All right. Wait, no. Wait, wait, wait. can Can I do one play and then a Hail Mary? If you answer quickly, you have 15 seconds. Yeah, sure. I'll do a five-yard run with remarkable runners. Which running back had the highest? I just want to remind you. No, we'll actually lock it in as soon as you answer. That's how it should be anyway. Which running back had the highest average time behind the line of scrimmage in week six? In other words, which running back spent the most time behind the line of scrimmage in week six? Was it Alexander Madison, David Montgomery, Daryl Henderson, or James Robinson? David Montgomery. David Robinson. 
<clears throat> David Montgomery had the third highest at 3.15 seconds. And you said James Robinson, Dan, he had the fourth Correct. highest at 3.05 seconds. Luckily for you, Fargo, you both answered quickly. Dan, you could have stretched that out. It was Daryl <laughs> Henderson who spent 3.2 seconds behind the line of scrimmage on average on Sunday. There are All right, Hail 14, Mary. 14 seconds. Your Hail Mary is name this player. And there's, you have 15 seconds to answer. Over his last 16 starts, all of which were with the same team, this player has 4,112 passing yards, 35 touchdowns, 8 interceptions, and 8.96 yards per attempt, and a 70.2% completion uh, rating percentage. Now, this is a Hail Mary. Whoever answers first locks it in. But if you are incorrect, it's a touchdown or a touchback. So only answer if you think you know the answer. Because if you're wrong, it, it benefits the other player. You have 15 yeah, seconds. We can, can, okay. And I'm not answering. Can I? I want to answer after he guesses. No, there's only guesses. we only take one answer. And if if he answers incorrectly, then it's a. I just want to know if I get it right. If you answer incorrectly, it's a touchdown. Let's just put it like that. Ten okay, seconds. Well, Even though I think I know it. If you answer correctly, it's an interception. All right, four. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Are you? <laughs> you probably. So should, who do you think it is, Dan? Lamar Jackson. Both of those are incorrect. Unfortunately, Fargo, it's a touchback, so it's not a big deal. Yeah. So the answer is Ryan Tannehill. Over his last 16 starts, all with the Titans, he has 35 touchdowns, 8 interceptions, 70.2% completions, 4,112 yards, and 8.96 yards per attempt. He's playing great. That was why I have not bad. No, he's playing MVP-type numbers. Uh, so, uh, mercifully, that is the end of the first half with a score of 0-0. We will be barn burner. What? Barn burner. Yeah, real in, barn in previous burner. games, people actually score points. <laughs> Usually, it's like ten to three or fourteen to seven or something like that. But generally speaking, the goal is to score points. Yes. I swear, every single game I've seen, it's been zero zero and half. All right, so we will listen. We will be right back with Wednesday night linebacker after this. And we are back with Wednesday Night Linebacker on Tuck and Run. But before we get to that, Ewan, would you like to give us a rundown of the first half stats, what there were of them? Well, it's been an exciting one so far. We have a whopping 30 yards of total offense between both teams. <laughs> Very exciting times. Surprise, surprise. 0-0. Zero, zero. There was only 30 total yards of offense. Who had the most yards? Well, Fargo was kicking it downfield with 20 yards passing. <laughs> No rushing Dan yards? Had ten ru- no rushing yards, no. Oh, jeez. Dan had 10 rushing yards and two tackles for loss. He's playing well on defense. <laughs> 30 total yards in an entire... Well, that has got to be the lowest. But anyways, thank you for that, Ewan. Hopefully in the second half, one of you can get a few more yards so we don't have to go to over. It can't get any worse. <laughs> it literally cannot get worse. All right, so now for Wednesday Night Linebacker, we're going to do things a little bit differently moving forward. Instead of just picking games straight up, which we were doing, everybody does that. I've decided to give all of our contestants 100 tuck bucks 
to spend however they want on each week's games. And we'll see who won, who's up the most money, who's down the most money, and we're going to track it for the rest of the season. So this being the inaugural week that we're going to do it, Dan, Fargo, you're each going to be given 100 tuck bucks, and you'll spend it however you want. And you and I will also be participating. So for our first game, the New York Giants are going to Philadelphia as four-and-a-half-point underdogs. Dan, who do you like in this game? Where are you going to spend your money? I'm going to spend my money on not Joe Judge. So who is he playing? He's playing, you know, Southwestern, Ball State. Uh, whoever's not Joe Judge, that's who I'll put my money on because that guy's awful. And how much money are you going to put on not Joe Judge? On not Joe Judge, I'll put uh, I'll put 10 tuck bucks. 10 tuck bucks. I hope you keep track of that. Uh, I, I, I have to do math. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fargo, who are you going to put your money on? Well, I think it's going to be a pretty close game, all things considered, just because they're both from the NFC East. I mean, let's just start with that. They're trash. But then on top of that, they both actually have top 10 defenses. The only problem is that Washington allows way too many pressures, and Brandon Graham has a lot of sacks this season. I'll take Philadelphia to go ahead and cover. I'll put $5 on it. Both of you are taking Philadelphia, but you're taking $5. I put – let me just – Ewan, what do you have? I've got five on the Eagles, too. Five on Philadelphia. And I put $5 on Philadelphia as well. So we all are in agreement, Philadelphia for $5. Moving on, the next game is Cleveland at Cincinnati, where the Browns are three-point favorites. Who do you like in this, Fargo? Well, Baker let me down a little bit last week. I know that he was hurt and everything, but we can't just rely on the running game except Oh, wait, we're playing Cincy, who allows the most rushing yards per attempt. I'll go ahead and I'll take Cleveland to cover. How much you put on Cleveland? I'll put $3 on them, though. $3. Just because I'm sus. <laughs> Dan, how much are you going to put on it? Can, can I just start like a petition to – I want to change Burrow's name to Joey Balls. <laughs> Joey Balls. That's who I want to put my money on. Um, I, I mean, Cleveland will always be Cleveland until otherwise proven – to me so i'll put five money uh, five dollars on joey balls five dollars on cincinnati or joey balls you in i'll just split this one i'm gonna put a whole one dollar on the Bengals because i don't trust the browns ever oh well, there's a little bit of, we have a little yeah bit that's of... why i put three on cleveland because i don't really trust them either yeah no. i just like the matchup and i put i guess it doesn't matter how much all right moving on our next game is dallas going into Washington to play the football team. This is a straight pick as of right now. Uh, Dan, where are you going to put your money? I, I have Antonio Gibson and Terry McLaurin, and so, like, even though, I, you know, Washington are terrible, I'm invested, so I got to go with the, 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 the team. The Washington football team. How much? Boy, that's stupid to say. How much? Um, uh, you spent 15 like, so far. You have $85 uh, left. That's, that's, that's too I, I can't. If I, if I spend anything other than a denomination of five, I won't know where the hell I am. So let's just say $5. You can't spend $5 on every team, just so you know. But all right, uh, Fargo, <laughs> mathematics. So I'm going to go ahead and go the other way just because, uh, well, I don't know. I like Mike McCarthy. He used to be a Packers coach. I don't like either of them, but I'll pick them for that. $5 on the Cowboys. All right. You and who do you, where are you putting your money? I'm also a proud Terry McLaurin fancy owner. I'm going to put $3 on the Redskins. I like that. And I, for some reason, am putting $1 on the Redskins because 
How do you spend your own money? That's what I don't understand. <laughs> why, like, why are you making bets? Ah, because just so we can track. Listen, you're lucky to have the tuck bucks, all right? I could take those tuck bucks back. How about you want yeah. you want 50 tuck bucks instead of 100? Dale, Dale you're right. I am lucky. <laughs> he was about to start with the 105. You yeah, didn't know. I didn't know. I did 105. It doesn't matter how much I spend. All that matters is that I'm in first. All right, so our next game is Carolina traveling to New Orleans for a divisional matchup where the Saints are seven-and-a-half-point favorites. Who do you like in this? Dan, right? Yeah, I mean, obviously New Orleans. Reluctantly, New Orleans. Like, I am so sick of that whole Michael Thomas show. And it sounds like now he has a hamstring injury. So, you know, it's Traquan Smith and, you know, whatever Emmanuel Sanders can tuck out there. So, fine, I'll, I'll say, I'll say the, uh, the Saints, but very reluctantly. How much money? You said I can't bet five on every team. No, no. Fine, well, I mean, tech, mathematically, you you could bet five on every team, and you'd have uh, ten dollars money left over. Then, then you lied to me. Yeah, I know. Then, I did the math five. after I said it. Listen, yeah, we figure so, things uh, out on the fly here. No, no, but we'll go. We'll go a dollar. One dollar on New Orleans, Fargo. So uh, I'll go ahead and I'll agree with a lot of what Daniel's saying, just because uh, I just really don't believe that much in this New Orleans team. But uh, you look at the stats, and you know what? They're winning. Their defense is, num- I think, sixth in the league right now. I think they'll win. I just don't think they'll cover the spread. I'll take South uh, – not South Carolina. I'll take Carolina with a $4 pick. You did put South Carolina. In I, think, I, think I don't know why I did that. All the Carolinas, so he's not wrong. They, they are the team of Carolina. I yeah. picked uh, – oh, you and who did you like in this? Um, I just can't see the Saints losing this game. I'm going to – Hmm. yeah let's say five dollars five dollars on new orleans which is exactly what i'm doing five dollars on new orleans uh i am if you're sick of michael thomas dan i am totally sick of boy now i can't remember his name that's how sick of him i am the gimmick there they have that they like so much at quarterback why can't i remember i am so sick of Taysom hill but that's a, that's a debate for another day all right moving on we have pittsburgh traveling to tennessee in which i think is one of the if not the game of the week one of the games of the week yeah, Pitt- i think that's the best game this week titans are favored by one at home against the steelers which means technically in the eyes of vegas pittsburgh is a two-point better team because home field is worth three points so who do you like in that Fargo? Well, I think it's going to be a really good game. I mean, you got the leading rusher in the NFL with uh, Henry. And then on the other side, you got a very good defensive front in Pittsburgh. I honestly think that uh, Tennessee is going to get exposed a little bit just because, uh, well, I don't really think they're for real as an undefeated team. I'll take Pittsburgh to upset them with a $5 pick. Dan, what do you think? Where are you putting your money? I'm just waiting on Ryan Tannehill to be Ryan Tannehill. It's coming. Exactly. You heard it's the stats, com- all right? I- 35 touchdowns, 8 interceptions, 70% completion percentage. Ryan Tannehill yeah, is the GOAT. Yeah. He's got you Henry Mike, in the backfield. He can, he can thank Mike Vrabel and that offensive line and the fact that he has one of the best running backs of the last 10 all right, years. All right, all right. That's slander. Where are you putting your money? Blasphemy. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, how much? 10 $10 on Pittsburgh. I... 20, 10, 20, 31 dollars you've spent so far so far. Uh Ewan, where are you putting your money? I like the Steelers with these odds. I think we have a better team overall. I'm gonna put five dollars 
on Pittsburgh. All the Steelers. Yes. I like Tennessee to win this game. Unlike you guys, I believe in them, but I only put a dollar because I'm a coward. So moving on. I believe in them. <laughs> I just don't believe in Tannehill. I like that. I think I I know why you do. I've always liked Tannehill though, but that, we we can't get into it too much here. We have limited time. The next game is Buffalo going into. <laughs> going to staying in New York, but going to see the visit the Jets. The the Jets are somehow only thirteen point underdogs. I think I know where we're all going to put our money in this. I don't think the under the Jets could be thirty point underdogs, and I would probably still pick against them. But, I'd still pick. Uh, Dan, who do you like in this game? Buffalo at the Jets. Jets. Well, I really need to game. talk for twenty five seconds. No, no, no. This, this is we can go quickly over this one. But we're all Buffalo. Fine. Are we all in agreement? Buffalo. We don't need to talk. Yeah. About this. All right. All right. Yes. How much? How much, Dan? Uh, 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 yeah, $10. $10. $10. Uh, Fargo, how much? You put a lot on this one, right? Cause you're I put 25 bucks on 25, this. 25 I put, uh, you and how much did you put? I got 15. 15, and I put 20 on it. All right, well, but we're all confident. And if, if this is wrong, though, we're all going to lose a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, we're going to look silly. All right, so the next game is Detroit going to Atlanta. Somehow Atlanta is the favorite. They're two-point favorites, even though they have one win. Uh, who do you like in this Fargo, right? Or does it Dan? I don't know. Whatever. Well, if you actually look at the stats of the Atlanta Falcons, they aren't like necessarily that bad. They put up a lot of points, and they have, I think, ninth, ninth or seventh unit in the total offense. I just, I don't know. I guess I'll go ahead and go with the. You picked the Lions, just so you know. <laughs> just, I did pick the Lions, just so you know. You, you yeah, three, sure. I'll stick with three, the Lions. Three dollars on the Lions. I'll, I'll, I'll believe with them. Three dollars on the Lions. That right. sounds believable. Dan, who do you like? Where are you putting your money? We have a team that has talent, and they cut the cancer out of their team, just like the Texans did with a Bill O'Brien. Oh. What did they do the next week? They put up mad points. Falcons did the same thing with Dan Quinn, who should have been fired immediately after that Super Bowl. I like the Falcons a lot the rest of the season. I think they're going to rebound. 20, 30, I'll put uh, 20, I'll put five bucks on it. 41. You're at uh, 10, 20, 30, 40. You put five bucks? $46. Yes. You spent $46. You and who do you like? I can't bet on the Lions for Packers reasons. And if the Falcons can beat the Vikings, they can sure beat the Lions. Oh, the Vikings are the worst. Are so much worse. All right, whatever. You know what? I put three dollars. I put five dollars on the Lions. I'm about to put that to hundred and five dollars. All right, next game. <laughs> the next game, conveniently, is Green Bay going into Houston, where I know Green Bay lost, but I still think they should be bigger favorites than this. They are three and a half point favorites. Where are you putting your money, Fargo? I imagine is in Green Bay. I mean, it is in Green Bay, but uh. I'm only going to go ahead and put $10 on them because, well, Sean Watson's going to go ahead and light up our defense, and our defense will go ahead and allow them to put up the points. All right. It's going to be maybe a touchdown game. Are put $10 on them or something, $10, right? yeah, $10. Yeah. Dan, wait, how much you putting on them? Or who you spending I mean, the money on? It's me, right? Yeah, Dan, you. I like Green Bay, I don't think – I mean, how much of last week was the result of short fields because they turned it over? So is their defense really that bad? No, um, no I don't think so. I'm, I'm gonna take the Packers, I'll, but you know, I'm, again, I do like the Texans and where they're at right now, so I only put five dollars on the Packers. All right, and Ewan? I think this is gonna be a high-scoring game, but I'm still gonna take the Packers, especially with these odds. So I'm gonna go ten dollars. Ten dollars. Also, you guys can always update. We don't need to do the math. If you need to update after, we can uh, in the Discord. The next game is Seattle going into Arizona where the Seahawks are three-and-a-half-point favorites, and I know that Jesse would be hammering that. Who do you like in this, Dan? 
What are the Seahawks playing again? The Arizona Cardinals. I thought you were going to say Fargo. The Arizona um, Cardinals. And what's the spread? Three and a three and a half. Seahawks are favored by three and a half. Yes, yeah, a favorite by three and a half. Um, I don't know. I kind of feel like Arizona got away with one a little bit last week because offensively speaking, they didn't play that great, even though they had a few big plays. And Dallas is bad. So I think Seattle's going to take care of this. I'll right. put, you know, I'll put, uh, again, another $5. On I'm setting up so my last bet is the rest of my money. <laughs> I hope you keep in track. Uh, Fargo, who are you liking that? I'll go ahead and I'll match with Dan. I'll put $5 on to Seattle. I mean, Seattle's averaging just over 35 points a game. And Arizona, I think they have had six or seven turnovers so far this year. They kind of turned the ball over too much. So you're putting five on Seattle. I'm putting – Ewan, where do you spend your money? Yep, five on Seattle too. All right. I'm more confident in Seattle than you guys. I put 15 on them to cover and win. I like the Cardinals, but I just believe in Seattle more. All right, our next game – is Kansas City traveling to Denver, where Kansas City is nine-and-a-half-point favorites. Who do you like in that Fargo? Kansas City always kills Denver, man. I I remember, like, last year, they blew them out both times. I'm expecting the same here. Denver's still pretty hurt. I'll take Kansas City with 10 bucks. Great. Dan? Uh, I like Kansas City as well. I'll take Kansas City with $20. (laughs) I don't I hope someone's figuring out the numbers. Yeah, twenty dollars. You and who do you like? Uh, I'll take the Chiefs for ten, please. Broncos are still banged up. Yeah, I thought you were keeping track of the money. Oh, well, hold on. Twenty, twenty-five, thirty, thirty-five. You saw my bio, 40, man. I went to Arts. Fifty-five, sixty-five, seventy-five. Seven, I don't hold on. Just keep uh, the next game. I I'm I like the Chiefs, but I'm only putting a dollar on them because I don't trust. The reason I'm putting a dollar on them is because of the spread, the line at nine and a half. I agree that the Chiefs are a much better team, but I don't know. I thought the Broncos were going to get destroyed by the Patriots, and they went into New England and kept and won a close game. So I do think the Chiefs will win, but I only put a dollar on it because they might not cover the spread. The next, I'll figure out how much money you have left, Dan, for the next game. The next game is the 49ers going into the aforementioned Patriots in New England, where the Patriots are two point favorites. Who do you like in that? Fargo, you go first so I can figure out the math. I mean, I get it that San Francisco is really banged up. I think Mostert just got sent to the IR uh, yesterday or the day before. But I still believe in Shanahan. I'll go ahead and I'll take $5 on San Francisco. $76 you've spent. Dan, you have spent $76 so far. And who do you like in this game? Yeah. I mean, I'm just going to, it's kind of tough because neither one of these offenses are particularly prolific, but I'm just going to bet on who has the best player on offense. And George Kittle is by far better than anybody the Patriots have. So let's go with San Francisco and I'll bet five bucks. Now you have 81, you have $19 left. Ewan, who do you like in this? Well, the Patriots lost to an injury plague team last week. And I think they're going to do the same again. I'll take the 49ers for five bucks. And for some reason, I like the Patriots. I just, they gotta, they can't just keep losing. They're not as bad as all that. But having said that, I only put a dollar on them because I am a coward again. Our next game is the, the Jaguars going all the way to LA to play the Chargers in an empty stadium where the Chargers are seven and a half point favorites. Who do you like in this, Dan? You have $19 left. How many games do I have left to bet on? There are three more games, including this one. All right. Well, I'm, I'm hoping. I, I think they're going to get Keenan Allen back this week. 
Um, not that they need him, I mean, because he was out of that game last week in the first quarter, and Herbert, Herbert still threw all over the place. So yeah. I'm still going to go with the Chargers, though, uh, and I guess I'll bet $3. That is, you have sixteen dollars left for the last two games. All right, uh, Fargo, who do you like in this game? Where you put your money? I agree with Dan. There, this Chargers offense has been moving the ball all over the lot, averaging over four hundred yards per game. I'll put five dollars on them. All right, Ewan. As much as I'd like some Minshew mania, I'm going to go with Chargers as well. Five dollars. Yeah, I'm I'm picking I put fifteen on the Chargers because I'm very confident in them after watching the Jaguars. I have a Hail Mary question about the Jaguars that I can't I would like to reference the statistic, but I won't do it now because maybe one of you will pick it at some point. Uh but I like I like the Chargers. I like the Chargers a lot. Uh so our second to our penultimate game, we have Sunday night football where Tampa Bay is going into Las Vegas to play the Raiders with the Buccaneers three point favorites. Who do you like in this, Dan? With your, I don't know, it's $16 left for two games. $16 bet, so I'm going to bet $8 on this game. All right, who are you taking? I, I don't like Tampa Bay outside of there. I mean, I, I think they're a really good team. I actually do. And I'm not one of those bitter Patriot fans. I'm, I'm down with what Tom is doing. Uh, but much like Drew Brees, like, I don't think Tom, where he's at now, he's just bad on the road. So I'm going with the Raiders. What's the spread? Three. Buc- three? Bucks are favored by three. Yeah, yeah, no, I'll go with the Raiders, and I'll bet $8. All right. Fargo, who do you like? Well, if Tampa Bay made my team, which I think very highly of, look like that last week, I have to believe that they will maintain the momentum. They have Evans coming in. They got Godwin back for the first full week now. I'll take Tampa with a $5 bet. You and who do you like? Yeah, I agree. I think the that- Bucks offense with the two best receivers back are going to take over. I'll take the Bucks for five. I like the Raiders for five dollars because I don't believe in the Bucks, and they, even though they look good, also the Raiders don't even need to win; they just need to cover. So for our last game of the week, we have the Chicago worst five and one team in the history of the NFL going to play the That's Los harsh. the Los Angeles Rams, where the Rams are six point favorites. Who do you like in this? Fargo. I. Don't really like this game. It's hard to bet on just because you can't trust Chicago. They are the most inconsistently good team in the league because of that defense. I'll bet against Chicago because I'm a Packers fan. Five dollars. Dan, where are you putting your last eight bucks? I'm putting my last eight bucks on the Rams, but only because of the six point line. Because really, the the Bears have the better quarterback in this game. <laughs> they, that's hot take Thursday, but or Wednesday, whatever the hell. But Wednesday night linebacker it, hot it, take it, Thursday. They, 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 they do. They do. But I, that, listen, that said, I agree with you. Right? I agree. I, I don't like Nick Foles, but I definitely don't like Jared Goff. So, so you But have, the spread is too big, so I'm going to go with the Rams. The Rams minus six. But if you think the Bears are going to win at all, <laughs> so you don't think they're going to – it's not even going to be close. All right, all right. Ewan, who do you like? I dislike the Bears in more ways than one. Yeah. I've still got $21 left, and I'm going to put all of that on the Rams. Because $21. The Bears still suck. That seems like one of those ones where you, you didn't quite they figure just out need the math to lose. The, end. The, the Rams are giving the Bears points, correct? The ba- the Rams are six point favorites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I think they're going to win by more than they All right. So I took Chicago, but I took it with a dollar because I didn't want to be wrong on this one. But I, do th- I actually do think the Bears are going to win. Now, having said that, 
that's Wednesday Night Linebacker. We'll check back next week. I, I wrote all that down. Hopefully you and maybe you did too. And we'll see. Remind wrote mine down, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll update it next week at Wednesday Night Linebacker to see who's up, who has how much money. And we can follow along. And Dan and, and Fargo, you don't have to come on. Like You can go on the app and so, into Discord and you can submit it. We'll tr- track it all week. But that was Wednesday Night Linebacker. So we will be right back with the second half where hopefully somebody scores points right after this. And we are back with the second and final half of Tuck and Run. We have a score of 0-0. However, it is a new half, and it is your ball, Dan. First and 10 at the 20. What would you like to do? Uh, let's do. Uh, let's open with a 10-yard pass play with uh, running guys. 10-yard pass, pass for <laughs> the running guys. Remarkable runners. Your question is... Which player had the most total rush yards over expected rush yards in week six? I will Derrick s- Henry. <laughs> Don't even need explanation. Derrick Henry is correct. Derrick Henry had 113 yards more unexpected rush. He had 113 unexpected rushing yards. I usually write – I believe he was expected to have like four. Uh, no, that's total. Right. Whatever. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I, I, I think it's right. like on that one run that really caused it. He broke it for 94 plus. That is correct, though. And there's a 10 yard pass. So that moves you back 10 yards, Dan. It is now second and 20 at your 10. What would you like to do? Let's do a 10 yard run. Let's stick with runners. <laughs> Remarkable runners. Your question is which player ran the most yards on a single play in week six? Was it Miles Sanders, Christian Kirk? Derek Henry or Jakeem Grant? Derek. 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 You both said it. Dan, you said Derek first. It took you two tries to say his full name for some reason. But Derek Henry. Football start. Derek. No, no, no. You said it. I was done reading. Derek Henry ran for 114.2 yards on his 94 yard touchdown run. So Derek Henry is correct. It is now third and 10 back at the 20. Back. Yes, back at the 20. What let's like? uh let's run a run a draw ten yards up the middle, uh, and we'll go to receivers this time. Radical receivers. Your question is, which player received the most targets in Week Six? Was it Jamison Crowder, DJ Chark, Terry McLaurin, Terry McLaurin, Laren? Tor- wow, I don't know. Why I have such uh, scary Terry or Will Fuller. Most targets in Week Six. Could you say the the people again? Jamison Crowder, Scary Terry, Will Fuller, or DJ Chark? DJ Chark. DJ Chark is correct. He had 14 targets. It is now first and 10 at the 30. We are finally getting some offense. Uh, let's uh, let's go with the 10-yard pass, and this time we're going to go with prolific passers. Going to run out of pro- potent passers. Thank you. Okay. Which starting quarterback – Attempt attempted the fewest passes in week six. Oh, which starting quarterback? He said, right? Which starting quarterback? A starting QB attempted the fewest passes in week six. Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield 
is correct. He attempted 18 passes. That was a 10-yard pass, so you are now it is now second and 20 back at the 20. <laughs> Just living at the 20. What would you All like right, to do, Dan? With uh Let's go with a 10-yard run and uh we'll go back to runners. Remarkable runners. Side note. We're going to have to do a third Zoom just for the final few minutes. Anyways, which player had the highest average yards per carry in week six? DeAndre Swift, Derrick Henry, Kenyon Drake, or Daryl Henderson? Highest average yard per carry in week six. Say, 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 say them again. Derek, DeAndre Swift, Derrick Henry, Kenyon Drake, or Daryl Henderson? I'll DeAndre go Derrick Henry again. Who did you say, Dan? DeAndre Swift. And you said Derrick Henry, Fargo? Yeah. DeAndre Swift had 8.3 yards per carry. Derrick Henry had 9.6. Good for most. That was. I'm not trying to sound dumb, but I could have sworn that Miles Sanders had like less than 10 carries and he popped 100. Yeah, I don't know. It didn't pop up for me on. I mean, Do you I mind if I look it up really quick? Yeah, you can look it up. Either way, it's uh, third and ooh, 30? Yeah. Third and 30 at the 10? 30-yard pass play. 30 I'll, yard. Look it up after. Yeah, I'll look it up after. I mean, you can look it up. It's not going to what, what do I have to choose from other than the three obvious and special teams and defenders? What's the sixth category? Uh, fantastical football, which is questions about fantasy football, which is usually the first one that gets Yeah, open. that. All right. <laughs> that. Your question is for 30 yards. Which fantasy player or unit had the least points in week six? Aaron Rodgers. That is incorrect. Fargo, would you like to take a shot? Yeah. Let's go ahead and go with the Packers defense. Yeah, it had to have been a defense. Aaron Rodgers was not in the bottom four. The Packers defense was in the bottom four, but they were not the fewest points. The Packers defense had negative one total points. The Dallas Cowboys had negative three points. So it was the Dallas Cowboys. Uh. So un- <laughs> oh, it was a pass. You can tuck and run, Dan. You only need to get three right to get the first down, or you can punt. It's up to you. We could just- Okay, I'll, I'll tuck and run. All right. You're, you need to answer three correctly. Name the top seven rushers in yards per carry in week six. So just name the top seven. Both of you can answer. You need to get three correct. Eric Henry. That's Kenyon one. Drake. Two. Miles Sanders. I would have said him. I've, I'm well, pretty sure he's number Unfortunately, Miles one. Sanders is incorrect. He is not in top seven rushes. You should look that up, Fargo. But I really think he is, man. So the top seven rushers, according to Next Gen Stats, are Derrick Henry, DeAndre Swift, Kenyon Drake, Daryl Henderson, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Miles Gaskin, and James Conner. Those are the top Give seven. Give me a second. Give me a second. In yards per carry. So it is back to fourth and 30 at the 10. Would you like to punt now? Yeah, let's go ahead. So Miles Sanders had nine carries for 118 yards. Yeah, averaging that's weird. That's obviously yards. That would be the longest one. 74. Oh, how many did he average, though? Eight point what? Uh, 13.1. Why would he not be on there? That's interesting. I don't know. There's a certain number of carries. Yeah, how many carries did he have? Uh, he only had nine. So it must that must be why I should I, I don't know that, so I should specify that. But it's probably you have to have at least ten carries for them to okay. what they track. Uh, moving forward, just keep that in mind for any more next gen stats must not monitor anybody who has less than ten carries. Uh, so you want to punt? So 
Yes. You're at the 10-yard line. You're going to want to get as many of these right as you can. Remember, Fargo, you have to let him answer, and then you can return. Mm-hmm. Name the top seven fantasy players with – oh, no, I'm sorry. Name the top seven fastest players with the ball in their hands in week six. Okay. It's, uh, okay. Well, Miles Sanders would probably be one of them. Okay, but let's just say that. Let's just throw Miles Sanders out because he's not on the list, period. And I don't know. Maybe he would be if he had enough carries, but. He wasn't on there. Miles Sanders. I don't think it matters for this one. I don't think so either. But listen, I've been wrong like six times tonight. Yeah. So let's just. You got uh, twenty seconds. How many of the top seven fastest players with the ball in the hand can you name? The top seven fastest players, like just how fast they're running. Yes, in week yes. six. I mean, I don't think Tyreek Hill did much last week, but how can I not say Tyreek Hill? All right. Hill? Well, Tyreek Hill is incorrect. So that is a zero-yard punt. <laughs> so the ten-yard is a zero-yard. No, so it's a blocked. Punt. It's a blocked. But if you can answer one correctly, you can get a touchdown here, Fargo. All right. So I'm pretty darn certain that Derrick Henry was one of the fastest Okay, touchdown. Touchdown, Fargo, 7 nothing. The answer, the top seven fastest players with the ball in their hand in week six were... I no more Derrick Henry answers. <laughs> Derrick Henry had a... You just said him. You would have got at least 10 yards, and you would have stopped him from getting a touchdown. So the top seven were Kenyon Drake... Derrick Henry, Christian Kirk was three and four, Robbie Anderson, Lamar Jackson, Trenton Cannon, and Minka Fitzpatrick. Those are the top seven fastest players. Either way, it is seven nothing Fargo. But, Dan, on the plus side, you actually advanced the ball. It is first and ten at the 20. <laughs> okay, let's do a ten-yard pass the fantasy questions. All right. Name the – oh, this is a punt. Sorry. <laughs> the fantasy questions. Fantastical football. Which running back had the second most points in week six? Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake is correct. We're going in the wrong way already, Dan. Kenyon Drake had 28.4 points second to – Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, who had the most. That's why we didn't pick Derrick Henry. So, Dan, it is second and twenty. At your ten again. Okay, let's uh, let's pass for twenty yards, and we'll do the same category. One of these questions you will know: Which wide receiver scored the most points in Week Six? Justin Jefferson. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. is in fact Justin Jefferson who had thirty-nine point six. That is a a safety. <laughs> that is a safety. It is nine to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, uh, you know, not that this is anything against Fargo's skill, like he's kicking my ass, but um, it was my birthday this weekend, and I randomly played golf all day on Sunday and watched no football. However, I then came home and watched all the YouTube highlights, so it's not really an you, excuse. You but. did know Justin Jefferson, to your the, in your credit, you did answer. You just answered a little slow because that might be the age thing. Fargo's 21, and you are not. So oh, I was busy with football in school. I, I've been trying to catch up during the games all week. Uh, anyways, Still missing a few. Listen, nine to nothing. Finally got points. It's all defensive points, it seems like. <laughs> Defense slash special teams. But, again, it is your ball first and ten after 20, Dan. What would you like to do? No, it's a safety. I get the ball. Oh, yeah, it is a yeah, safety. Is. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It, it is. is a safety. So we'll give it to you first and ten after 20. What would you like All to right. Do? I'll go ahead and do a five-yard run for remarkable runners. Your question is, 
I can get it out. Which player had the lowest rushing efficiency in week six, measured by most yards run on average per play? And it is Wait, worst rushing efficiency? The lowest rushing efficiency. In other words, they, they ran the most yards on average per play. So it doesn't matter how many yards they gain. It just matters on average how many. Like in other words, so lot, do you mean the best rushing efficiency? No, the not lowest. The worst. No, no, the worst. This, which player ran the most yards on average per play to gain? It doesn't matter what they gain. Oh, they're running gain. around. The, okay, gotcha, gotcha, it's gotcha. It's just how many yards did they run on average? They averaged the most. Uh, the, the option. This was a run, correct? Yes. The options mm-hmm. are Todd Gurley, Aaron Jones, Gus Edwards, and James Robinson. You can both answer. Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones is correct. Finally. I was waiting for the beeper. Dang it. There's no beeper. It is second, I keep hearing the beeper, man. Second. Well, that's your something you're hearing. That's nothing to do with us. All right. It is second and 15 at the 15. What would you like to do? Fargo. I'll do a 10-yard pass under potent passers. Your question is, which player – Dan, you good? You ready? <laughs> which player – had the lowest <laughs> average time to throw in week six. Which player had the lowest average time to throw in week six? Uh, I'm torn between two people. Well, you can 50-50 shot. I'll go with Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is not even in the top four. Dan, you want to just take a guess? It's a well-known player. Um, is it his opponent, Kyle Allen? It is not. Because Kyle Allen, I would not say, is a well-known player. <laughs> Big Ben Roethlisberger had the lowest average time to throw in week six, which doesn't necessarily mean they were under the most pressure. It just means he got the ball out on average in 2.1 seconds. And I should have thought of that. Oh, well. Third uh, and 15? Third and 15 at the 15. What would you like to do? I'll do a 20-yard pass under uh, Remarkable Runners. Which quarterback had the most rushing yards in week six? Lamar Jackson. That is the two-minute warning. It was, in fact, Lamar Jackson. That means it is first and 10 at the 35 with two minutes left in the entire game. And my marker has run out. That is awesome. All right, what would you like to do first and 10 at the 35? We'll do a five-yard run under Dauntless Defenders. Five-yard run. Dauntless defenders. Your question is, which team allowed the fewest points in week six? The Bucks, the Steelers, the Dolphins, or the Cardinals? The Dolphins. Uh, pretty tight. I think Fargo got there first. It is pretty tight. You both said the Dolphins. So we'll give you another question. Oh, we'll, come on. We'll give you another question. Which team allowed the most points in week six? Funny how that happens. The Dallas Cowboys. That is, inc- that is incorrect. The Houston Texans. The Dallas Cowboys allowed 38 points. The Houston Texans allowed 42 points. That was a five-yard run, so it really doesn't matter. It is yeah. second and 15 at the 30. We'll do another five-yard run under Remarkable Runners. Remarkable Runners. Your question is... Which player saw the highest percentage, I love these questions, of eight-man boxes in week six? Alexander Madison, Brian Hill, Daryl Henderson, or Derek Henry? Derek Henry. Dan? That Derek Henry's uh, incorrect, so. 
I said Derek Henry. You said Derek Henry. That's incorrect. He yeah. saw forty point nine one percent. But what? Somebody no saw way. higher than I'm forty. So con- no. Daryl Henderson. Daryl Henderson was also incorrect. He saw forty two point eight six percent of eight man boxes. Brian Hill and Alexander Madison. Fifty percent of their snaps were against eight man boxes. So it is third and fifteen at the thirty. What would you like to do? I'll do a 20-yard pass under Remarkable Runners. I'm just going to drain this. I didn't even need to make special teams questions today. Your question is, which player – pass, right? Yes. Which player yeah. had the lowest average time behind the line of scrimmage in week six? So the opposite. I bo- No, we haven't asked this question yet. Which player had the lowest average time behind the line of scrimmage week six? In other words, which running back spent the least time behind the line of scrimmage week? Wait, 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 wait. It's a pass. You can answer whenever. Okay. Go. Go ahead. Say who you're going to say. I that is incorrect. Fargo? I'll go with... Denzel Swift. Denzel Swift is not a person, player, <laughs> or thing. Denzel, my rookie Wait, running back name, name is wrong, DeAndre I? Swift. What his the hell? name is DeAndre Swift. It doesn't matter. Denzel. DeAndre Swift spent two. Denzel Swift spent no time behind the line of scrimmage. <laughs> Shouldn't I win that? DeAndre Swift spent two point four nine seconds. Ronald Jones, Rolo, Rojo spent two point three seconds on average behind the line of scrimmage. There is a minute and twenty five seconds left. It is now fourth and fifteen. At but it was a pass. You can, can tuck, tuck and, run. and run. Would you like to tuck and run? I would like to tuck. Remember, and run. Dan, you can take options away from him. So answer as many as you know correctly. Name the top seven quarterbacks in passer rating in week six. Go. Deshaun Watson. Matt Ryan. Okay. You're, so far, you've all named correct ones. You've gained 10 yards. Um, uh, Joe Burrow. Incorrect. Dang it. You gained 10 yards. It is now fourth and five at the 40. What would you like How to How much do? time is left on the clock? A uh, minute and 11 seconds. I'll punt. Punt time. I'm glad I made so many punt questions. Name – now, remember, Dan, he's going to get the option to list as many as he can, then you can return it. Name the bottom seven starting QBs in passing yards in week six. So name the, the, the seven QBs with the least passing yards, starting QBs, starting now. Let's go with really poopy ones. Daniel Jones. Ten-yard punt. I know Mayfield did really bad. Let's go with Mayfield. Yard punt. Rodgers did really bad. Let's go with Rodgers. 30-yard punt. Um, who else? Did Big Ben? Does Big Ben make it? 40-yard punt. Oh, Big Ben made it. I'm pretty sure Newton would have. 50-yard punt. I'm going to stop there. I think that puts him on the 10. Uh, would you like to like? 50-yard punt puts him at the 10. That is correct. Would you like to return it? There are two more options. Uh, Talking to me? Yeah, if you you can just – if you want to take two guesses, I'll give you two. Joe Flacco? Did not have the fewest. No, Tom Brady. And I Josh, would have guessed Flacco. Tom Brady and Josh Allen. Those are the fewest. So <laughs> it's first and, first and 10 at the 10, down nine with uh, 39 seconds left. Would you like to hit? All right, let's, let's – 
Well, let's throw a 30-yard pass first with the fantastical football players. All right. Your question is, which starting QB QB had the least fantasy points in week six? Aaron Rodgers. That is incorrect. Aaron Rodgers had the second. Starting QB. Aaron Rodgers is starting. But Aaron Rodgers had the Uh, second. I'll go with Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield had the third. Fewest points. Drew Locke had 3.46 fantasy points somehow in a win. In a win, a baby, Drew. Coming in, in clutch. So it is second. Ooh, that was a pass. Would you like to tuck and run to get as many yards as you can? Sure. Why not? Your question is? Let's find a good one. Nope. You, are, <laughs> you guys are running out of all these good ones. Name the top, <laughs> name the top seven players in percentage. And I can... You can take names away, yes. Name the top seven players yeah. in percentage share of a team's air yards in week six. In other words, name the top seven players who had the highest percentage of their team's air yards. So the ball was in the air. Jefferson. Jefferson is incorrect. Justin, Justin Jefferson is incorrect. So go and ahead, Dan. You can answer. Christian, is Christian Kirk? Christian Kirk is not. So the question, the answers are. Will Fuller. That's why I said Jefferson, too. Will Fuller, James Washington, Marquise Brown, DJ Moore, DJ Chark, Tim Patrick, and George Kittle. Whatever that means. Uh, second and 10 out of 10. <laughs> Would you like to Hail Mary now? There are, <laughs> there are 28 seconds left in the game. Yeah, sure. We'll Hail Mary it. All right. Who is the only quarterback? And this is whoever answers first locks it in. But if you answer incorrectly, it's a, considered a win for your opponent. So if you answer correctly, Dan, mm-hmm. touchdown. If you answer incorrectly, interception. Fargo, if you answer correctly, interception. If you answer incorrectly, touchdown. Who is the only quarterback in NFL history to beat one opponent, the same opponent, with six different teams? Ryan Fitzpatrick? That is correct. Touchdown. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Seven. Yeah. And what team is it that he beat six different times with six different teams? The Jets. The Jets. No, the Jags. It has to be an NFC it's, East it's team. The Jags. Really? The Jaguars. It's he's the only player in it's NFL history to be on all the NFC East teams other than the Patriots. So, so Ryan Fitzpatrick is the only player to ever beat the one team six with six wow. different teams. He beat the Jags. So it is seven nothing. You can hail Mary to try to get the ball back on an onside kick. Would you like to do that? Well, uh, wait. Can I challenge the play? Wait, no. It's been under two minutes. Never mind. So, so the score is nine to seven, correct? Yeah. So you're gonna and there's uh 25 <laughs> I seconds gotta get left. Another kick and another hail mary. No, you have to answer a hail mary correctly to get the because it's an onside kick, but it's a hail mary question. So you want to onside kick uh, it? Yeah. If you uh, yeah. All right. So whoever gets the ball gets it at gets it at the defense. The defense is forty. Has to go sixty yards or forty yards, I guess. Your question is. Which team is the only team in NFL history to win week one and then lose four consecutive games to, at the time, winless teams? So they won week one, and then they lost four games in a row to a team that when they played them, they had no wins. So week two, they played an Owen-whatever team. Week three, they played an Owen-whatever team. And this is this year? This is – which team is the only team in history? The only – it doesn't have to be from this year. It doesn't have to be this year. It's the only team in yeah, NFL history. The only team in NFL history to win Week One and then lose four games in a row against at the time winless teams. Do you understand, Dan? Before I start the clock, yes. okay. I will and give you a hint. Give a one in thirty-two shot. I will give you a hint before I start this clock. It is this year. Go. 
You and do you know? I'm trying to think. This is a. I just wanted you to know there are the Jags. The Jags are correct. <laughs> the Jags are correct. That was a perfect follow-up question to the last question. The Jacksonville Jaguars are the only team in NFL history to win week one and then lose four games in a row to, at the time, winless teams. Now it is first and ten. <laughs> oh, man. At the, at the 40, 60 yards away. I mean, there's like 10 seconds left, right? Get another Hail Mary and you win, Dan. Yeah, there's, thir- there's 13, sec- 13 seconds left. You want to call a Hail Mary? You might as well. Yeah, I ain't matriculating the ball down the field in 13 seconds. <laughs> yeah. Hail Mary. All right, for the Hail Mary, 13 seconds left. <laughs> None of these are good questions. So, this, which individual defensive player, IDP, fantasy football, scored the most points in week six? Oh, jeez. It is a big name player. Five seconds. I want to say the player, but I'm scared too. Khalil Mack? Oh, close. Close. Aaron Donald. It was Calais Campbell. Calais Campbell had 20.8 points in week six. That is it. That is the game. It is valiant effort by you, Dan, to come back and almost win. You rallied. Final score of nine to seven. So that means, Fargo, you get two minutes to say whatever you want starting now. Well, I just want to thank the fans for coming out and recognizing that I got talent. I don't want to let everyone know that the Packers, I'm not sure they're for real, but they're my team. Go Pack. Um, I don't know. What else should I say? Two minutes to go. What should I ramble on about? Well, how was work today for me? Well, it was okay. I guess that I sold a whole bunch of cars. I I don't know. I talked to people, had a mask on, felt cool. Looking forward to the snow coming in this weekend. It's going to be very chilly. Uh, what else? Drew Luck, MVP in the making. I got nothing, guys. Let's go. Thank you for that, Fargo. I always look forward to the rant and runs, if only to see how prepared our contestants are for them. So far, I haven't been disappointed yet. Hopefully next week we can have our reigning champion, Jesse, come on and defend his crown against you and your unbeaten record. And thank you, Dan, for coming on and competing your tail off against Fargo. After an admittedly slow start, you really put it together at the end and came out and came within one Calais Campbell of winning the whole damn thing. Well played, sir. And of course, a big thank you and welcome back to our intrepid Scotsman, you and the producer. It was great to get you back on and hear that wonderful voice of yours. And you better promise never to leave me alone again. So for Fargo, for Dan, and for Ewan, I'm Dale Tucker, reminding you to replace your toothbrush every three to four months. If you wait any longer than that, the bristles wear out and the toothbrush is rendered ineffective. This has been a Tucker Punch production. And now for some words of advice from the greatest motivational running back in the history of high school. You're gonna battle, you're gonna fight, win or lose, you're gonna be alright. Regardless of the scoreboard, you can do anything that you work for. Do it for us, do it for one another, do it for yourself, and do it for each other. Regardless of the scoreboard, regardless of the scoreboard, scoreboard.
We started slow, but we're always gonna finish fast It's gonna be hard, it's gonna be tough If you fall down, just stand up And no matter what you're going through Your friends are there to help you With all the hard work you put in You might go out with this win You're gonna battle, you're gonna fight Win or lose, you're gonna be alright Regardless of the scoreboard You can do anything that you want Be alright Regardless of the scoreboard You can do anything that you want